0: Welcome.
1: Welcome.
0: So, we're going to go uh, just down the line, and everyone's going to introduce himself and the character or characters they are playing.
2: Hi, my name is Devin. I'm going to be the character of Harry Potter that you all know and love. Uh, I'm going to be Ludo, Bagman, Woo. Guard, and uh, Frederick.
0: Jan. Jan Frederick. Jan
2: Frederick. Jan Frederick.
0: Woo, yeah. Everyone's favorite <laughs> you yeah. 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 uh, I'm Katie, and I'm going to be the stage directions
3: this evening.
4: Yay! Yay! I'm Craig, I will be playing Ron Weasley, and uh, also Craig Boker Jr., Amos Diggory, Bane the Centaur, and James Jr.,
5: Uh, I'm Paige. I'm playing Ginny Weasley Potter, Polly Chapman, Wool Woman, Riddle Book, Dudley, Lily <laughs> Potter, and Umbridge.
6: Uh, hello, I'm Bobby. Uh, I'm Hermione. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, everyone's new favorite, is Delphi, <laughs> um, and also <laughs> lesser known but still essential, Carl Jenkins. <laughs>
7: Very essential.
6: Stunning term.
7: Hi, I'm Rob, tonight I will be playing Albus Severus Potter, uh, Draco Malfoy, and the ever-present Sorting <laughs> uh, no,
8: no, uh, Hat. Hi, I'm Kate, I will be playing Scorpius, uh, Young Harry, Uncle Vernon, and McGonagall. <laughs> hi,
9: I'm you know, Jamie, I will be playing Rose, Young Hermione... Moaning Myrtle, and Hagrid,
1: <laughs>
9: and if you are unsure of when I'm Hagrid, I'll have a beer. <laughs>
1: Good. Good.
9: Hi,
3: I'm Laura, I'm going to be playing the trusty Trolley Witch, uh, Dumbledore, Madame Cooch, and...
8: Is that it? No, there's one more. Go on list.
1: Shop. I uh, guess I should be better.
3: princess. Petunia. Te-
1: oh,
4: and Matt, of course, will be playing uh, the telephone box and the librarian.
1: Yeah.
4: So, welcome oh, shit, to the Lockhart one. Presents, Mischief Managed <laughs> Presents, The Cursed Child parody. We cannot stress that enough. It's a parody.
8: <laughs> uh, yes, uh, parody. Any lawyers
4: parody, in the crowd? Uh, parody? It's a parody. <laughs>
0: all right let's start uh act one scene one king's cross a busy and crowded station full of people trying to go somewhere amongst the hustle and bustle two large cages rattle on top of two laden trolleys they're being pushed by two boys james potter and albus potter their mother Ginny, follows after a 37 year old man harry has his daughter lily on his shoulders
7: dad he keeps saying it (laughs) james give it a rest I only said he MIGHT be in Slytherin. And he might so. Fine. You'll write to me, won't you?
5: Every day, if you want us to.
7: No! Not every day. James says most people only get letters from home about once a month. I mean, I don't want to-
2: We wrote to your brother three times a week last year.
5: What? James? Albus looks (laughs) accusingly at James. Yes. You may not want to believe everything he tells you about Hogwarts. He likes to laugh, your brother.
4: Can we go now, please?
5: Albus looks at his dad, and then his mom. All you have to do is walk straight at the wall between platforms 9 and 10. I'm so excited!
2: (laughs) Don't stop, and don't be scared. you will crash into it. That's very important. Uh, Best to do it at a run if you're nervous.
0: I'm ready! Harry and Lily put their hands on Albus's trolley. Ginny joins James' trolley. Together, the family run hard into the barrier. Oh, gosh. Act 1, scene 2, platform 9 and 3 quarters, which is covered in thick white steam pouring from the Hogwarts Express, which is also busy, but instead of people in sharp suits going about their day, it's now wizards and witches in robes, mostly trying to work out how to say goodbye to their beloved progeny.
7: This is it. Whoa! Platform nine and three quarters.
0: Where are they? Are they here? Maybe they didn't come. Harry points out Ron, Hermione, and their daughter Rose. Lily runs hard up to them. (gasps) Uncle Ron! Uncle Ron! Ron turns towards them and as Lily goes barreling up to him. He picks her up in his arms.
4: If it isn't my favorite (laughs) (laughs) Potter.
1: Have you got my trick?
4: Are you aware of Weasley Wizard Weasley's certified nose-stealing breath?
6: Mum, Tad's doing that lame thing again. You say lame, he says glorious. I say somewhere in between.
4: Hang on, let me just munch this air. And now it's just a simple matter of, excuse me if I smell a bit like garlic.
0: He breathes (laughs) on her face, Lily giggles. (laughs) You smell like porridge!
4: Bing, bang, boing, young lady. Get ready to not be able to smell at all.
0: (laughs) He lifts her nose off. Where's my nose?
7: Ta-da! His
0: hand is empty. It's a lame trick. Everyone enjoys
9: its lameness. You're silly.
7: Everyone's staring at us again.
4: <laughs> because of me, I'm extremely famous. My nose experiments are legendary.
6: There's certainly something.
4: Packed all right then? I did. Hermione didn't believe I could pass a muggle driving test, did you? She thought I'd have to confund the examiner.
6: I thought nothing of the kind. I have complete faith in you. And I have complete faith you did confund the examiner. Oi! Dad! (laughs) Albus pulls on
9: Harry's robes. Harry looks
0: down.
7: Do you think... What if I am... What if I am put in Slytherin? (laughs) And what would be wrong with that? Slytherin is... The house of the snake, of dark magic. It's not a house of brave wizards.
2: (laughs) Albus Severus, you were named after two headmasters of Hogwarts. One of them was a Slytherin, and he was probably the bravest man I ever knew. But just say... If it matters to you, the Sorting Hat will take your feelings into account. Really? It did for me.
0: This is something he's never said before. It resonates around his head a moment.
2: Hogwarts will be the making of you, Albus. I promise you, there is nothing to be frightened of there. Apart from Thestrals. Watch out for Thestrals. I thought they were invisible. Uh, (laughs) Listen to your professors, don't listen to James, and remember remember to enjoy yourself. Now, if you don't want this train to leave without you, you should leap on.
1: I'm
5: going to chase the train out. Lily, come straight back.
6: (laughs) Rose, remember to send Neville our love. Mama, I can't give up Professor Love.
0: Rose exits for the train, and then Albus turns and hugs Ginny and Harry for one last time before following after her.
7: Okay then. Bye.
0: He climbs on board. Hermione, Ginny, Ron, and Harry stand watching the train as whistles blow up
5: and down the platform. (sighs) They're going to be okay, right? Hogwarts is a big
6: place.
2: Big? Wonderful? Full of food? I'd give anything to be going back. Strange, Al being worried he'll be sorted into
6: Slytherin. That's nothing. Rose is worried whether she'll break the Quidditch scoring record in her first or second year, and how early she can take her owls.
4: I have no idea where she gets her ambition from.
5: (laughs) (laughs) And how would you feel, Harry, if Al... if he is?
4: You know, Jen, we always thought there was a chance you could be sorted into Slytherin.
5: What? Honestly,
4: Fred and George ran a book...
5: Can we
6: go? People are looking, you know, Hmm?
5: People always look when you three are together. And apart. People always look at you. Before exit, (laughs) Ginny stops Harry. Oh, Harry? He'll be alright, won't he?
2: Of course he will.
0: Act 1, Scene 3. The Hogwarts Express. Albus and Rose walk along the carriage of the train. The trolley witch approaches, pushing her trolley.
3: (laughs) Anything off the trolley, dears? (laughs) Pumpkin pasty?
9: Chocolate frog? Cauldron cake? <laughs> Al, we need to concentrate.
7: Concentrate on what?
9: On who we choose to be friends with. My mum and dad met your dad on the first Hogwarts Express, you know.
7: So we need to choose who we're gonna be friends with for life? That's quite scary.
9: On the contrary. It's exciting. I'm a Granger Weasley. You're a Potter. Everyone will want to be friends with us. We've got the pick of anyone we want. So, so how do we decide which compartment to go in? We rate them all, and then we make a decision.
0: Albus opens a door to look in on a lonely blonde kid, Scorpius, in an otherwise empty compartment. Albus smiles. Scorpius smiles back.
7: Hi. Is this compartment free? Uh... It's free.
8: It's just
5: me.
7: Oh, uh, great. So we might just uh, come in for a bit, uh, if that's okay. <laughs>
5: that's okay. Hi.
7: Albus. Al. I'm. My name is Albus. <laughs>
8: Hi, Scorpius. I, I mean, I'm, I'm Scorpius. You're Albus. I'm, I'm Scorpius. Uh, you must be. Rose's face grows colder by the minute. Rose. Hi, Rose. Would you like some of my fizzing whispies? I've just had breakfast, thanks. Uh, I've also got some Choco chalk, Pepper Imps, and some Jelly slugs. Mom's idea. She says, oh, Sweets, they always help you make friends. Uh, oh, stupid idea, probably.
7: I'll have some. Mom doesn't let me have sweets. Which one would you start with?
1: <laughs>
8: Rose hits Albus out of sight of Scorpius. Uh, easy. I've always regarded the Pepper Imp as the king of the uh, confectionery bag. They're peppermint sweets that make you smoke at the ears.
7: Oh, brilliant. Then that's what I'll... Um... Rose
8: hits him again.
9: Rose, will you please stop
7: hitting me?
8: <laughs>
9: I'm not hitting you.
7: You
8: are hitting me and it hurts. Scorpius' face falls. <laughs> She's hitting you because of me. What? Listen, I I know who you are, so it's probably only fair you know who I am.
7: What do you mean you know who I am? <laughs> <laughs>
8: you're, you're Elvis Potter. She's Rose Granger Weasley. And... I'm Scorpius Malfoy. My parents are Astoria and Draco Malfoy. Our parents. We didn't get along. That's putting it mildly. Your mum and dad are death eaters. Dad was, but mum wasn't.
9: Rose looks away and Scorpius knows why she does.
8: I know what the rumor is, and it's a lie. Albus looks from an uncomfortable Rose to a desperate Scorpius.
7: What? What's the rumor?
8: The rumor (laughs) is that my parents couldn't have children. That my father and my grandfather were so desperate for a powerful heir to prevent the end of the Malfoy line that they they used a time-turner to send my mother back.
7: Send her back where?
8: (laughs) The
9: rumor is that he's Voldemort's son, (gasps) Albus. A horrible, uncomfortable
8: silence. It's
9: probably rubbish. I mean, look, you've got a nose.
8: (laughs) And it's just like my father's. I got his nose, his hair, and his name. Not that that's a great thing. I mean, father-son issues. (laughs) I have them. But on the whole, I'd I'd rather be a Malfoy than, you know, the son of the Dark Lord.
1: (laughs)
0: Scorpius and Albus look at each other and something passes between them.
1: (laughs) (sighs)
9: Yes, well, we should probably sit somewhere else. Come on, Albus. Albus is thinking deeply.
7: No. (laughs) I'm okay. You go on. (laughs) Albus, I won't wait! And I wouldn't expect you to, but I'm staying here. Rose
0: looks at him a second and then leaves the compartment. Uh, Fine! Scorpius and Albus are left, looking at each other, unsure. Thank you.
7: No, no, I I didn't stay for you. I stayed for your sweets.
8: (laughs) (laughs) She's quite fierce.
7: Yes, sorry.
8: No, I like it. Do you prefer Albus or Al? Scorpius grins and pops two
0: sweets into his mouth. Albus. As smoke comes out of his ears. Thank you for staying for my sweets, Albus.
1: Wow.
0: <laughs> Act One, scene four. Transition scene. And now we enter a never world of time change. And this scene is all about magic. The changes are rapid as we leave between worlds. There are no individual scenes but fragments, shards that show the constant progression of time. Initially, we're inside Hogwarts in the Great Hall, and everyone is dancing around
6: Albus. Albus Potter. A potter in our year.
2: (laughs) He's got his hair. He's got hair just like him.
9: (laughs) (laughs) And he's my cousin, Rose Granger Weasley. Nice to meet you.
0: The Sorting Hat walks through the students, who spring into their houses. It becomes quickly apparent that he's approaching Rose, who is tense as she awaits her fate.
7: I've done this job for centuries on every student's head I've sat of thoughts I take inventories for I'm the famous sorting hat. I've sorted high, I've sorted low. I've jumped the job through thick and thin. So put me on and you will know which house you should be in. Rose Granger Weasley. He
0: puts his hat on
7: Rose's head. Gryffindor! He's
0: cheering for the Gryffindor! Oh, thank Dumbledore. Scorpius runs to take Rose's place, under the Sorting Hat's glare.
7: Scorpius Malfoy! No he
0: puts his hat on Scorpius's head.
1: Slytherin!
0: Scorpius was expecting this. He nods and half smiles, is cheering from the Slytherins as he joins them.
7: Albus Potter!
0: He puts his hat on Albus's head, and this time, he seems to take a longer time, as if he's almost confused.
7: I... Uh, um.
1: <laughs>
0: Slytherin? There's silence. A perfect, profound silence. One that sits low, twists a bit, and has damage within it.
5: Slytherin? Whoa! A potter! And Slytherin!
0: (laughs) Albus looks out, unsure. Scorpius smiles, delighted as he shouts across at him.
8: You can stand next to me!
2: Right, yes. I suppose his hair isn't that similar.
8: (laughs)
9: Albus! Albus! Albus, that's not how it's supposed to be. And suddenly, a
0: flying lesson is happening with Madam Hooch. Where? What are you waiting for? <laughs> Everyone stand by a broomstick. Come on, hurry up. The kids all hurry into position beside their brooms. Stick out your hands, out over your broom and say up.
1: Ah.
0: <laughs> Rose and Jan's broom sail into their hands. Yes. Come on now, I've no time for shirkers. Say up, up, like you mean it. Uh, 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 Brooms sail up, including Scorpius's. Only Albus is left with his broom on the floor.
7: Yes! yes! <laughs> up, up, <laughs> up
0: his broom doesn't move—not even a millimeter. He stares at it with disbelieving
5: desperation. There's giggling from the rest of the class.
1: <laughs> oh, um, no. Marlon's
5: beard! How humiliating! Oh, no. He really isn't like his father at all, is he?
6: Albus Potter, the Slytherin squib.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
5: okay, children, time to fly.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and, so- and suddenly Harry appears from nowhere
0: beside Albus. A steam expands all over the stage. We're back on Platform ninety-three quarters, and time has ticked on mercilessly. Albus is now a year older, as is Harry, but less noticeably.
7: I'm just asking you, Dad, if you'll, if you'll just stand a little away from me. Uh, second years don't like to be seen with their dads, is that it? <laughs> no, it's just,
2: you're you, and I'm me, and... It's just people looking, okay? People look. And they're looking at me, not you.
0: An overattentive wizard proffers something for Harry to sign. He signs it.
7: And Harry Potter and his disappointing son!
0: <laughs>
7: <laughs> what does that mean? And Harry Potter and his Slytherin son!
0: James rushes past them, carrying his bag.
4: Slytherin, Slytherin, stop with your dithering. Time to get onto the train.
2: Unnecessary, James. See you at Christmas, Dad. <laughs> Al. My name is Albus, not Al. Okay. Are are the other kids being unkind? Is that it? I mean, maybe if you tried making a few more friends. Without Hermione and Ron, I wouldn't have survived Hogwarts.
7: I wouldn't have survived at all. But I don't need a Ron and a Hermione. I've got a friend, Scorpius. And I know you don't like him, but he's all I need. (laughs)
1: Look,
2: as long as you're happy, that's all that matters to me. Okay. You didn't need
7: to bring me to the station, Dad.
0: Albus picks up his case and makes harder way.
7: But I wanted to be here.
0: But Albus is gone. Draco Malfoy, his robes perfect, his blonde ponytail precisely placed, emerges from within the crowd to sit beside Harry.
7: I need a favor. (laughs) Draco, these rumors about my son's parentage, they don't seem to be going away. The other Hogwarts students teased Scorpius about it relentlessly. If the Ministry could release a statement reaffirming that all Time of Turners were destroyed in the Battle of the Department of Mysteries... Draco, that, just let it blow over. They'll, they'll soon move on. My son is suffering. And Storia hasn't been well recently, so, so he needs all the support he can get. Look, if you answer the gossip,
2: you feed the gossip. There have been rumors Voldemort had a child for years. Scorpius is not the first to be accused. The Ministry, for your sake as well as ours,
7: needs to steer well clear.
0: Draco frowns, annoyed, as the stage clears and Rose and Albus stand ready with their cases.
7: As soon as the train leaves, you don't have to talk to me.
0: I know. We just need to keep the pretense up in front of the grown-ups. Scorpius runs on with big hopes and an even bigger case.
8: Hi, Rose. Bye, Albus. She's melting.
0: And suddenly, we're in the Great Hall and Professor McGonagall is standing at the front with a big smile on her face.
8: And I'm pleased to announce Gryffindor's newest member of the Quidditch team. Our, uh, your superb new chaser, Rose Granger Weasley. The Hall into tears. claps alongside them.
7: Are you clapping for her too? We hate Quidditch. <laughs> and she's playing for another house.
8: She's your cousin, Albus.
7: Do you think she'd clap for me?
8: I think she's brilliant. (laughs) The students circle
0: Albus again, as suddenly a potions class begins.
5: Albus Potter, an irrelevance. Even portraits turn the other way when he comes up the stairs. (laughs) Albus (laughs) hunches
6: over a potion.
7: And now we add, is it horn of bicorn?
6: Leave him and Voldemort's child to it, that's what I say. <laughs>
8: with just a little salamander blood.
6: The potion explodes loudly. Uh, okay, what's
8: the counter ingredient? Well what do we what do we need to change? Everything!
1: <laughs>
0: and with that, time moves ever onwards. Albus's eyes become darker. His face grows more sallow. He's still an attractive boy, but he's trying not to admit it. And suddenly, he's back on the platform nine and three quarters with his dad, who is still trying to persuade his son and himself that everything is okay, both of age in another year.
2: Third year. Big year. <laughs> uh, here's your permission
7: form for Hogsmeade. I hate Hogsmeade. <laughs>
0: How can you
2: hate a place you haven't actually visited yet?
7: Because I know it'll be full of Hogwarts students.
0: Albus screws out the paper.
2: Just give it a go. Come on. This is your chance to go nuts in Honeydukes without your mom knowing. No, Albus,
7: don't you dare. Incendio. A ball of
0: paper bursts into flames extends across the stage.
7: Of all the stupid things. The ironic thing is I didn't expect it to work. I'm terrible
2: at magic. (laughs) Al, I mean, Albus, I've been exchanging owls with Professor McGonagall. She says... That you're isolating yourself, you're uncooperative in
7: lessons, you're surly, you're- So what would you like me to do, Dad? Magic myself popular? (laughs) Conjure myself into a new house? Transfigure myself into a better student? (laughs) Just cast a spell, Dad, and change me into what you want me to be, okay? (sighs) It'll work better for both of us. Gotta go, Dad. Train to catch. Friend to find.
0: Albus runs to Scorpius, who's sitting on his case, numb to the world.
7: Scorpius. Scorpius. Are you okay?
0: Scorpius says nothing. Albus tries to read his friend's eyes.
7: Your mom got worse.
8: It's got the worst it can possibly get. Albus sits down beside Scorpius.
7: I thought you'd send an owl.
8: I wouldn't work out what to say.
7: Now I don't know what to say.
8: Say nothing.
7: (laughs) Is there anything?
8: Come to the funeral? Of course. And, and be my good friend.
0: And suddenly the sorting hat is center stage, and we're
8: back in the great hall.
7: Are you afraid of what you'll hear? Afraid I'll speak the name you fear? Not Slytherin, not Gryffindor, not Hufflepuff, not Ravenclaw. Don't worry, child, I know my job. You'll learn to laugh at first you sob. Lily Potter? Gryffindor! Yes! Great. Did
8: you really think she'd come to us? Potters don't belong in Slytherin.
7: This one does.
0: As he tries to melt into the background, the other students laugh. He looks up at them all.
7: I didn't choose. you know that? I didn't choose to be his son.
0: Act 1, Scene 5. Ministry of Magic, Harry's office. Hermione sits with piles of paper in front of her in Harry's messy office. She's slowly sorting through it all. Harry enters in a rush. He's bleeding from a graze on his cheek. How did it go?
2: It was
6: true. Theodore not? In custody. And the time turner itself? Harry reveals a time turner. It shines out alluringly. Is it genuine? Does it work? It's not just an hour reversal turner. It, It goes back farther.
2: We don't know anything yet. I wanted to try it out there and then, but wiser heads prevailed.
6: Well, now we have it.
2: And you're sure you want to
6: keep it? I don't think we have a choice. Look at it. It's entirely different to the time-turner I had.
2: Now, apparently wizardry has moved on since we were kids.
6: You're bleeding.
0: Harry checks his face in the mirror. He dabs at the wound with his robes.
6: Don't worry. It'll go with the scar. What are you doing in my office, Hermione? I was anxious to hear about Theodore not, and, uh, well, you know, actually, I just thought I'd check whether you'd, uh, <laughs> kept your promise and were on top of your paperwork.
2: Ah. Well, it turns out I'm not.
6: No. You're not. (laughs) Harry, how can you get any work done in
0: this chaos? Harry waves his wand, and the papers and books transform into neat piles. Harry smiles.
2: No longer chaotic.
6: But still ignored. You know, there's some interesting stuff in here. There are mountain trolls hiding grap horns through Hungary. There are giants with winged tattoos on their backs walking through the Greek seas. And werewolves have gone entirely underground. Great, let's get
2: out there. I'll, I'll get the team together.
6: Harry, I get it. Paperwork's boring. It's not for you. You don't enjoy it. Paperwork's it's, well, boring. it's
2: not boring for you.
6: Okay. I'm busy <laughs> enough with my own. These are people and beasts that fought alongside Voldemort in the Great Wizarding Wars. Remember that? Happened? Hmm? Yes. They, these are allies of darkness. This, combined with what we have just unearthed at Theodore Knotts, could mean something. But if the head of magical law enforcement isn't reading his files... But I
2: don't need to read it. I'm out there hearing about it. Theodore Knots. It was me who heard the rumors about the time turner, and me who acted upon it. I mean, you don't really need to tell me on.
0: Hermione looks at Harry. This is tricky. Did
6: you fancy a toffee? Don't tell Ron.
2: You're changing the subject.
6: I truly am. Toffee?
2: Can't. We're off sugar at the moment. (laughs) You know, you can get addicted to that stuff.
6: What can I say? My parents were dentists. I was bound to rebel at some point. Forty is leaving a bit late, I grant you, but you've just done a brilliant thing. You're certainly not being told off. I just need you to look at your paperwork every now and again, that's all. Consider this a gentle mm, nudge from the Minister for Magic.
0: Carrie hears the implication in her emphasis. He
6: nods. How's Ginny? How's Albus?
2: It seems I'm as good as fatherhood as I am at paperwork. <laughs> yeah, how's Rose? How's Hugo?
6: You know, Ron says he thinks I see more of my secretary, Ethel, than of him. Do you think there's a point where we made a choice? Parent of the year or ministry official of the year? Mm, go on. Go home to your family, Harry. The Hogwarts Express is about to depart for another year. Enjoy the time you've got left, and then come back here with a fresh head and get these files read.
2: You really think this could all mean something?
6: It could do. But if it does, we'll find a way to fight it, Harry. We always have. She smiles once
0: more, pops a toffee in her mouth, and leaves the office. Harry is left alone. He packs his bag, he walks out of the office and down a corridor, the weight of the world on his shoulders. He walks, tired, into a telephone box. He dials 62442.
1: So will Harry Potter.
0: <laughs> he ascends away from the Ministry of Magic. Woo! Nailed it! Yes. <laughs> Act 1, Scene 6. Harry and Ginny Potters. Yes. Albus can't sleep. He's sitting at the top of the stairs. He hears voices below him, and we hear Harry's voice before it's revealed. An elderly man in a wheelchair is with him. Amos Diggory.
2: Amos, I understand. I really do, but... Look, I, I'm only just home, and I, I need I've to... tried
1: to make appointments
2: at the ministry. Uh-huh. They say, ah, Mr. Diggory, we have an appointment for you. Let's see, in two months, I wait very patiently. Yes, and, and coming to my house in the middle of the night when my kids are just getting ready for their new year at school, it's, it's not right. Two! Two months pass. <laughs> I
4: receive an owl, Mr. Diggory. I'm awfully Sorry. But Mr. Potter has been called away on urgent business. We're going to have to shift things around a little. And you're available for an appointment in, let's see, two months' time. And then it repeats again and again and again
2: and again. You're shutting me out. Of course I'm not. It's just I'm afraid (laughs) that, uh, you know, as the head of the Department of Magical Law Enforcement, I'm responsible.
1: There's
4: plenty you're responsible for sorry? My son,
2: Cedric. Do you remember Cedric? Don't you? Yes, I remember your son. Uh, his loss- Voldemort wanted you, not my son. You told me yourself. The words were, kill the despair. Despair. My son. My beautiful son was a spare. Mr. Diggory- As you know, I sympathize with your efforts to memorialize Cedric, but... A memorial? I'm not interested in a
4: memorial. Not anymore. I'm an old man. An old dying man. And I'm here to ask you, beg you, to help me get him back.
0: Harry looks up, astonished.
2: Get him back? Amos, that's not possible. The Ministry has a time-turner, does it not? The time-turners were all destroyed. The reason
4: I'm here with such urgency as I've just heard rumors, strong rumors, that the Ministry seized an illegal time-turner from Theodore Knott and has kept it for investigation. Let me use that time-turner.
0: Let me have my
2: son back.
0: There's a long, deadly pause. Harry is finding this extremely difficult. He watches Albus moves closer, listening.
2: Amos, playing with time? You know we can't do that. How? Many people have to
4: die. <laughs>
1: <laughs> for the boy who lived
4: i'm asking you to save
2: one of them
0: this hurts harry he thinks his face hardens
2: whatever you've heard the theodore knot story is a fiction amos i'm sorry
0: hello albus jumps a mile as delphi a 20-something determined looking woman is revealed looking through the stairs at him
6: oh sorry didn't mean to startle i used to be a big stair listener myself Sitting there, waiting for someone to say something the tiniest bit interesting. Who
7: are you? Because this is sort of my house.
6: <laughs> and I'm a thief, of course. I'm about to steal everything you own. Give me your gold, your wand, and your chocolate frogs. She looks
0: <laughs> fierce and then smiles.
6: <laughs> Just kidding. Either that or I'm Delphini Diggory. Delphi. I look after him. Amos? Well, I try. And you are? Albert. Of course! Albus Potter. Harry is your dad. That's a bit wow, isn't it?
7: Not really.
6: Ah, have I put my foot in it? It's what I used to say about me at school. Delphiny Diggory, there isn't a hole she couldn't dig herself into. (laughs)
7: They do all sorts with my name too.
6: Delphi! She makes it apart and then hesitates. She smiles at Albus. We don't choose who we're related to. Amos isn't just my patient, he's my uncle. It's part of the reason I took the job at Upper Flagley. But that's made it difficult. It's tough to live with people stuck in the past, isn't it?
7: Delphi! Upper (laughs) flagoon,
6: yeah? Yeah, St. Oswald's home for old witches and wizards. Come see us sometime, if you like. Delphi! She smiles and then trips as she travels down the
0: stairs. She enters the room with Amos and Harry in it. Albus watches her. Yes, uncle?
4: Meet the once great Harry Potter. Now, a stone-cold ministry man. (laughs) I'll leave you in peace, sir. If peace is the right word for it. Golfing, my chair.
0: Yes, uncle. Amos is pushed out of the room. Harry is left looking for Lauren. Albus watches on, thinking carefully. Act 1, scene 7. Harry and Ginny Potter's house. Albus's room. Albus is sitting on the bed as the world goes on outside his door. Still against the constant motion outside, we
5: hear a roar from James off. Ah!
7: James!
5: James! Please ignore your hair and tie that damn room.
4: How can I ignore it? It's pink. I'm going to have to use my invisibility cloak.
5: James appears at the door. He has pink hair. That's not why your dad gave you that cloak. Who's seen my potions book? Lily Potter, don't think you're wearing those to school <laughs> tomorrow. Lily appears
0: at Albus's door. She's wearing fairy wings that flutter.
5: I love them. The flattery. <laughs> she exits as Harry appears in Albus's doorway.
0: He looks through. Hi. There's an awkward pause between them. Ginny appears in the doorway. She sees what's happening. She stays a moment.
2: Just delivering a pre-Hogwarts gift. Uh, A gifts, actually. Uh, Ron has sent this.
7: Okay. A love potion. Okay.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I I think it's a joke about... uh, Well, I don't know what. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Lily got uh, farting gnomes. Um, James got a comb that's uh, made his hair turn a shade of pink. Ron, well, uh, you know, Ron's Ron, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Harry puts down Albus's love potion on his bed.
2: Also, th- th- this is from me.
0: He reveals a small blanket. Ginny looks at it. She sees Harry is trying, and then she softly walks away.
2: An old blanket? Yeah, well, I, I thought a lot about what to give you this year. Uh, James, well, James has been going on a- about the invisibility cloak since time itself, and Lily, I, I knew she'd love wings, but you, me. I mean, you're 14 years old now, Albus, and I, I wanted to give you something which, which meant something. This is the last thing I had from my mum. It's the only thing. I was given to the Dursleys wrapped in it. I thought it had gone forever, and then when your great Aunt Petunia died, hidden amongst her possessions, surprisingly, Dudley found this, and he kindly sent it on to me, and ever since then, well, anytime I've wanted luck, I've found it and just, you know, tried to hold it, and I wondered if, if
7: you... What? Wanted to hold it too? Okay. Done. <laughs> Let's hope it brings luck, because I certainly need some.
0: He touches the blanket.
7: But you should keep it.
0: <laughs>
2: I think, believe, that, that Petunia wanted me to have it. I mean, that, that, that's why she kept it. And now I want you to have it from me. I, I didn't really know my mother, but I, I think she'd have wanted you to have it too. And maybe I could come find you and it on Hallow's Eve. You know, it, I, I'd like to be with it on the night they died. And, and, and that could be good for the two of us.
7: Listen... I've got quite a lot of packing to do, and you undoubtedly have ministry work or something coming out of your ears, so... Albus, I want you to have the blanket. And do what with it, Dad? (laughs) Fairy wings make sense. Dad. The invisibility cloaks, they make sense, Dad. But this, really...
1: Harry
0: is slightly heartbroken. He looks at his son, desperate to reach out.
7: Do you do you want a hand? <laughs>
2: packing. I mean, I, I've always loved packing. Uh, it, it meant I was leaving Privet Drive and going back to Hogwarts, which
7: was well. I mean, I I know you don't love it, but for you, it's the greatest place on earth. I know that. The poor orphan, bullied by his uncle and Aunt Dursley. Albus, please, can we just... Traumatized by his cousin Dudley, saved by Hogwarts, I know it all, Dad, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to rise to your bait, Albus Potter. The poor orphan who went on to save us all. So, may I say, on behalf of the Wizarding World, how (laughs) grateful we are for your heroism. Should I bow now, or will a curtsy do, Dad?
2: (laughs) Albus, please. You know, I I never wanted gratitude.
7: (laughs) But right now, I'm just overflowing with this. You must be the kind gift of this moldy blanket that did it. Moldy blanket? (laughs) Dad, what did you think would happen? We'd hug. I'd tell you I always
2: loved you. What? What? You know what? I'm done with being made responsible for your unhappiness. At least you've got it, Dad. Because I didn't, okay? And you think that was unlucky? Well, I don't. You wish me dead? No, I just wish you weren't my dad! Well, there were times when I wish you weren't my son!
0: There's a silence. Albus nods, pause. Harry realizes what he said.
2: No, uh, I didn't mean that. Yes. <laughs> you did Albus, you, I mean, you, you, you just know how to get under my skin You meant it, Dad
7: And honestly, I don't blame you
0: There's a horrible pause
7: You should probably leave me alone now Albus, please
0: Albus picks up the blanket and throws it It collides with Ron's love potion Which spills all over the blanket and the bed Producing a small puff of smoke
7: <laughs> No luck or love for me, then
0: Albus runs out of the room. Harry goes after him.
7: Albus. Albus, please.
0: Act 1, scene 8. Dream. Hut on the Rock. There's a large boom and then there's a large crash. Debbie Dursley, Aunt Petunia, and Uncle Vernon are cowering behind the bed.
1: Mum,
9: Mom! I don't like this!
3: <laughs> I nearly made a mistake coming here. Vernon! Vernon! There's no way I can hide. Not even a lighthouse is far enough away. There's another large boom! Boom! Ah, oh, hold on, hold
8: on! Whatever it is, it's, it's not coming in here!
3: We're cast! He's cast us! The boy has cast us! This is all your fault! Get back in the hole! Young Harry flinches
0: away as Uncle Vernon holds out his rifle. Oh,
8: whoever's there! I, I should warn you, I'm armed!
0: There's a massive smash, smash. and the door falls off its hinges. Hagrid stands in the middle of the doorway. He looks at them all.
8: Couldn't make a
9: cup of tea, could you? <laughs>
8: <laughs> <laughs> it's not been an easy journey. The uh, look at him. Uh, uh, stand back! Stand back! Behind me, Petunia! Behind me, Dudley! I'll see this scaramander off! scar what
0: He picks up Uncle Vernon's gun.
8: Haven't seen
9: one of these for a while.
0: He twists the end of the gun and ties it in a knot.
9: oops a (laughs) day.
0: And then he gets distracted. He's seeing young Harry.
9: Harry Potter! (laughs)
3: Uh, hello?
9: Last time I saw you, you was only a baby. You look a lot like your dad, but you've got your mum's eyes.
8: You knew my parents?
9: Where's me manners? A very happy birthday to you. I got some for your hair. I (laughs)
1: might have...
9: Would you like a cup of tea? I might have sat on it at some point, but it'll taste all right. From
0: inside his coat, he pulls a slightly squashed chocolate cake with Happy Birthday Harry written on it
9: in green icing. Who are you? <laughs> True, I haven't introduced myself. Rubius Hagrid, Keeper of Keys and Grounds at Hogwarts. What about that tea then, eh? I'm not saying no to someone stronger if you got it.
6: Hogwarts? Hogwarts. You'll know all about Hogwarts, of course. Uh, no, sorry.
9: Sorry? It's them I should be sorry. I knew you I knew you weren't getting your letters, but I never thought you wouldn't know even about Hogwarts for crying out loud. Did, did you never wonder where your parents learned it all? Learned what?
0: Hagrid turns menacingly towards Uncle Vernon.
9: Do you mean to tell me <laughs> that this boy, this boy knows nothing about... About anything? I forbid you to tell the boy anything, but tell me what
0: Hagrid looked at Uncle Vernon and then at young Harry.
9: Harry, you're a wizard. You changed everything. You're the most famous wizard in the whole world.
0: And then, right from the back of the room, a whispering around everyone, words said with unmistakable voice, the voice of Voldemort. Harry.
1: Voldemort.
0: Act 1, scene 9. Harry and Ginny Potter's house. Bedroom. Harry wakes suddenly, breathing deeply in the night. He waits a moment, calming himself, and then feels an intense pain in his forehead, in his scar, around him, dark magic moves. Harry!
2: Uh, It's fine. Go back to sleep.
0: Lumos. The room is filled with light from her wand. Harry looks at her. A nightmare? Yes. About what?
2: Uh, The Dursleys. I mean, well, it started there, and then it became something else.
0: Pause. Jenny looks at him, trying to work out where he is.
5: Do you want a sleeping draught?
2: No, I'll be fine. Go back to sleep.
5: You don't seem fine. Harry says nothing. It can't have been easy with Amos Diggory.
2: The anger I can cope with. I mean, But the fact he's, that he's right is harder. Amos lost his son because of me.
5: That doesn't seem particularly fair on yourself.
2: And there's nothing I can say. I mean, nothing I can say to anyone. Unless it's the wrong thing, of
0: course. Jenny knows what, or rather, who, he's referring to.
5: So that's what's upsetting you? The night before Hogwarts, it's never a good night if you don't want to go. Giving out the blanket, it was a nice try.
2: It went pretty badly wrong from there. I said some things, Jenny. I heard. And you're still talking to me?
5: Because I know that when the time is right, you'll say sorry. That you didn't mean it. That what you said concealed other things. You can be honest with him, Harry. That's all he needs.
2: I just wish he was more like James or Lily.
5: Yeah, maybe don't be that honest. (laughs) No, I I wouldn't
2: change a thing about him, but I can understand them. And...
5: Albus is different, and isn't that a good thing? And he can tell, you know, when you're putting on your Harry Potter front. He wants to see the real you.
2: The truth is a beautiful and terrible thing, (laughs) and should therefore be treated with great caution.
5: Jenny looks at him, surprised.
2: Dumbledore.
5: <laughs> what a strange thing to say to a child.
2: Not when you believe that child will have to die to save the world.
5: Harry gasps again and does all he can not to touch his forehead. Harry, what's wrong?
2: Fine, I- I'm fine, I-, I hear you. I'll try to be... Does your scar hurt? No, 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 I'm fine, no. Okay, uh, let's let's just get some sleep.
5: Harry, how long has it been since your scar hurt?
0: Harry turns to Ginny. His face says it all.
2: Twenty-two years.
0: (laughs) At one, scene ten, the Hogwarts Express. Albus walks quickly along the train.
9: (laughs) (laughs) Albus, I've been looking for you. Me? Why?
0: Rose isn't sure how to phrase what she's got to say.
9: Albus, it's the start of the fourth year, and so the start of a new year for us. I want to be friends oh, again.
7: We were never friends.
9: That's harsh. You are my best friend when I was
0: six.
7: That was a long time ago.
0: He makes to walk away. She pulls him into an empty compartment.
9: Have you heard the rumors? A big ministry raid a few days ago. Your dad was, incre- was apparently incredibly brave. How do you
7: always know about these things and I don't?
9: <laughs> apparently, he, the wizard they raided, Theodore Knott, I think... Had all sorts of artifacts that broke all sorts of laws, including, um, and this has got this has got them all gooey. An illegal time Turner, and quite a superior one at that.
0: Alice looks at Rose. Everything falling into place.
9: Time
7: Turner. Dad found a time Turner. Shh.
9: Yes, I
5: know. Great,
9: right? You're sure. Entirely.
7: Oh, now I have to find Scorpios.
9: He walks
0: down the train. Rose follows, still determined to say her piece. Albus. Albus turns <laughs>
9: decisively.
7: Who told you that you have to talk to me?
9: Oh, okay. Maybe your mum or my dad, but only because she's worried about you. And I just leave
7: think... me alone,
9: Rose.
0: Scorpius is sitting in his usual compartment. Albus enters first. Rose still telling you.
8: Albus. Oh, oh, hello, Rose. What do you What do you smell of? What do I smell of? No, I, I, I meant it as a nice thing. You, you smell like a, a mixture of f- fresh flowers and, and bread. Albus, <laughs> I'm here, okay? If you need me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I mean, nice bread. Good bread. Uh, bread.
9: What's wrong with
0: bread? Rose walks away, shaking her head. What's wrong with
7: bread? Scorpius, I've been looking for you everywhere.
8: And now you found me! Ta-da! <laughs> oh, I was hardly hiding. You know how I like to, uh, get on early. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Stops people staring, shouting, writing, Son of Voldemort! on my trunk. (laughs) That one never gets old. (laughs) She really doesn't like me, does she? (laughs) Albus hugs his friend with
0: fierceness.
8: They hold for a beat. (laughs) (laughs) Scorpius is surprised by this. Uh, okay. Hello? Um, have we hugged before? Do do we hug? The two boys (laughs) awkwardly dislocate.
7: Just, uh... Slightly weird 24 hours.
8: Oh, what's happened in them?
7: I'll explain later. We have to get off this train.
0: <laughs> There's a sound of whistles from far off. The train starts
8: moving. Oh, uh, too late! The train is moving! Hogwarts Ahoy!
7: Then we have to get off a moving train.
8: <laughs> Anything for the trolley, dears?
0: Albus opens a window and makes to climb out. Uh, It's a
8: a moving magical train. Pumpkin pasty. Cauldron cake. Albus Severus Potter, get that strange look out of your eyes.
7: First question. What do you know about the Triwizard Tournament?
8: Oh, a quiz. Mm. Oh, I love quizzes. Three schools pick, three champions to complete, in three tasks for one cup. What's that got to do with anything, though?
7: You really are an enormous geek. You know that. Yeah. uh (laughs) Second... Question. Why has the Triwizard Tournament not been run in over 20 years?
8: Um, the last competition included your dad and a boy called Cedric Diggory. They decided to win together, but the cup was a portkey, and they were transported to Voldemort. Cedric was killed. They cancelled the competition immediately after that.
7: Thank you for recapping the Goblet of yes. Fire. thank you. <laughs> yes. Third question. Okay, I'm ready. Did Cedric need to be killed? Easy question easy answer no <laughs> the words Voldemort said were kill the spare the spare he died only because he was with my father and my father couldn't save him we can a mistake <laughs> has been made and we're going to write it we're going to use a time turner we're going to bring him
8: back <laughs> Elvis, for obvious reasons, I'm not a massive fan of time turners.
7: When Amos Diggory asked for the time turner, my father denied they even existed. He lied to an old man. (laughs) An old man who just wanted his son back. Who just loved his son. And he did it because he didn't care. Because he doesn't care! Everyone talks about all the great things Dad did. But he made some mistakes, too. Some... Big mistakes, in fact. I want to set one of those mistakes right. I want
8: us to save Cedric. Okay, whatever was holding your brain together seems to have snapped.
7: I'm gonna do this, Scorpius. I need to do this. And you know, as well as I do, I'll entirely mess it up if you don't come with me. Come on. True.
0: He grins, and then disappears Ever up. Scorpius hesitates for a moment, makes a face, and then hoists himself up and disappears after Elvis. Act 1, Scene 11. Roof of the Hogwarts Express. The wind whistles from all angles, and it's a fierce wind at that.
8: Okay, <laughs> now we're on the roof of a train. It's it's going fast. It's scary. Uh, this has been great. I feel like I've learned a lot about me, something about you, mm. but I... Uh, I As uh, I
7: calculate it, we should be approaching the viaduct soon. <laughs> and then it'll be a short hike to St. Oswald's home for old witches and wizards. The
8: what?! And the where? Look, I'm as excited as you are to be a rebel for the first time in my life. Yay! <laughs> train room, <Woo>! fun! <laughs> <No.
0: Okay. laughs> uh, RPS sees something he doesn't want to see. Ooh,
7: the water will be extremely useful backup if our cushioning charm doesn't work. Albus, the trolley witch.
8: Do you want a snack for the journey? No, <laughs> oh, Albus, the trolley witch is coming towards us. Who's coming?
7: Oh, no, she can't be. We're on top of a train.
1: He
0: <laughs> doesn't oh, know that. points! Albus in the right direction, and now he can see the trolley witch who approaches nonchalantly, pushing her trolley. Anything from the trolley,
3: dears? Pumpkin pasty? Chocolate frog? Cauldron cake? (laughs) Ow. People don't know much about me. They buy my cauldron cakes, but they never really notice me. I don't remember the last time anyone asked my name. What's your name? (laughs) I've forgotten! All I can tell (laughs) you is that when the Hogwarts Express
8: first came to be, Otelarne Gamble herself offered me this job. That's 190 years. You've been doing this job for 190 years. These hands have made over six million
3: pumpkin pasties.
8: I've
3: got quite good at them. But what people haven't noticed about my pumpkin pasties is how easily they transform into something else. She picks up a pumpkin pasty, she throws it like a grenade, it explodes!
0: Ah!
3: <laughs> <laughs> and you won't believe what I could do with my chocolate frogs. Never, never have I let anyone off this train before they reach the destination. Some have tried. Sirius Black and his cronies, Fred and George Weasley, all have failed. Because this train, it doesn't like people getting off it. The trolley witch's
0: hands transfigure into very sharp spikes. She smiles. What?
8: So please take your seats for the remainder of the journey.
7: You were right, Scorpios. This train is magical. <laughs> at, this,
8: at this precise moment in time, I take no pleasure in being right.
7: But I was also right. About the viaduct. There's water down there, so time to try the cushioning charm. Albus,
8: this is a bad idea. Is it? He has a moment's
0: hesitation and realizes the time for hesitation has passed.
7: Too late now. Three, two, one. Molare
0: He encants as he jumps. Oh, Albus! Albus! He looks down desperately after his friend. He looks at the approaching trolley witch, her hair wild, her spikes particularly spiky.
8: Well, as fun as you clearly look, I've, uh, I've got to go after my friend.
0: He pinches his nose. He jumps after Albus, encanting as he goes. BOLIAR! Act 1, Scene 12, Ministry of Magic, Grand Meeting Room. The stage is flooded with witches and wizards. They rattle and chatter like all true
1: (laughs) witches and wizards can. Among them, Ginny, Draco, and Robin. Above them,
0: on the stage, Hermione and Harry. (laughs) Order! Order! Do I have to conjure silence? That's Silence from the crowd, using your wand.
6: Good. Uh, Welcome to this extraordinary general meeting. I'm so pleased so many of you could make it. The wizarding world has been living in peace now for many years. It's 22 years since we defeated Voldemort at the Battle of Hogwarts, and I'm delighted to say there is a new generation being brought up having known only the slightest conflict. Until now. Harry?
2: Thank you. Voldemort's allies have been showing movement for a few months now. We've followed trolls making their way across Europe, giants starting to cross the seas... And the werewolves, well, I'm distressed to say we've lost sight of them for weeks now. We don't know where they're going or who's encouraged them to move, but we are aware they are moving, and we are concerned what it might mean. So we're asking, if anyone has seen anything, felt anything, if you could raise a wand, we will hear everyone speak. Professor McGonagall, thank you.
8: It did look like the portion store has been interfered with when we returned from summer break, but not a huge amount of ingredients were missing. Some boom skin and lacewing flies. Nothing on the restricted register.
6: We put it down to peeves. Thank you, Professor. We shall investigate. Nobody else? Hmm? (coughs) No? No one? Great. Fine. And gravest of all, and this hasn't been the case since Voldemort... Harry's scar is hurting again. It's national news, everyone. Harry's scar is hurting again.
7: I'm so happy we called the general meeting of all <laughs> right? of yes. the wizards to discuss <laughs> Harry's scar.
6: Hurting again. That's an important footnote there.
7: Voldemort is dead. Voldemort is gone.
6: Yes, Draco, Voldemort is dead, but these things all lead us to think that there is a possibility that Voldemort, or some trace of Voldemort, might be back. <gasps> this gets a
8: reaction.
2: Now, this, this is difficult, but we have to ask it to rule it out. Those of you with a dark mark, have you felt
7: anything? Even a twinge? Back to being prejudiced against those with a dark mark, are we, Potter? No,
6: Draco. Harry is simply trying. You know
7: what this is about. Harry just wants his face back in the newspapers again. We've heard the rumors of Voldemort coming back from the Daily Prophet once a year, every year. None of those rumors came from me. Really? Doesn't your wife edit the Daily Prophet?
5: Jenny steps towards him,
6: outraged. The sports pages. Draco, Harry brought this matter to the attention of the Ministry, and I, as Minister for Magic, have...
7: A A vote you only won because you're his friend.
0: Ron is held back by Ginny as he charges at Draker.
7: Oi! Do you want a spat in the mouth? (laughs) Face it. His celebrity impacts upon you all. And how better to get everyone whispering the Potter name again than with, My scar is hurting! My scar is hurting! And do you know what this all means? That the gossipmongers once again have an opportunity to defame my son with these ridiculous rumors about his parentage. Draco,
2: no one is saying this has anything to do with Scorpius. Well, I, for one, think this
1: meeting
7: is a sham. And I am leaving.
0: He walks out. Others start to disperse after him. No, that, no, that's not the way. Come back. We need a strategy. Act 1, scene 13. St. Oswald's home for old witches and wizards. This is chaos. This is magic. This is St. Oswald's home for old witches and wizards, and it is as wonderful as you might hope. Walker frames are conjured into life, knitting wool is enchanted into chaos, and male nurses are made to dance the tango. These are people relieved of the burden of having to do magic for a reason. Instead, these witches and wizards do magic for fun, and fun they have. Albus and Scorpius enter, looking around themselves, amused, and let's face it, slightly scared.
8: Excuse me! Excuse me! Excuse me! Excuse me! Okay, so this place is wild.
7: Excuse me! We're looking for Amos Diggory.
0: There is suddenly total silence. Everything is instantly still and slightly depressed.
5: And what would you boys want with that miserable old
6: son?
0: Delphi appears with a
5: smile.
6: Albus! Albus, you came! How wonderful! Come and say hello to Amos.
0: Act 1, scene 14. St. Oswald's home for old witches and wizards, Amos's room. Amos looks at Scorpius and Albus, irritated. Delphi watches the three of them.
4: So, (laughs) let me get this straight. Well, You overhear a conversation. A conversation which was not meant for you to overhear. And you decide without prompting, in fact, without leave, to interfere. And interfere hard in someone else's business.
7: Listen, my father lied to you. I know he did. They do have a time turner.
4: Of course they do. You can move along now. What? No,
7: we're here to help. Help? What use could a pair of undersized teenagers be to me? Uh, my father proved you don't have to be a grown-up to help the wizarding world. So, I should allow you to get involved because you're a father.
4: Relying on your famous name, are you? No. A father who is in Slytherin House. Yes, I've read about you. And who brings a Malfoy with him to visit me? A Malfoy, who they say is a Voldemort. Who's to say you're not involved in dark magic? (laughs) No, but
7: you're not in... Your
4: information was obvious, but the confirmation is useful. Your father did lie. Now, leave... The pair of you, and stop wasting my time.
7: <laughs> no. You need to listen to me. You said it yourself how much blood is on my father's hand. You said it that slowly. <laughs> Let me help you change that. Let me help correct one of his mistakes. Trust me. Did you
4: not hear me, boy? I see no reason to trust you. So go. Now. Before I make you leave.
0: He raises his wand ominously. Albus looks at the wand. He deflates. Amos has crushed him.
8: Come on, Albus. If there's one thing we're good at knowing, it's when we're not wanted. Albus is reluctant to leave. Scorpius pulls him
0: by the arm. He turns and they walk away.
6: I can think of one reason why you should trust them, uncle. They stop. They're the only ones volunteering to help, hmm? They're prepared to bravely put themselves at risk to return your son to your side. In fact, I'm pretty sure they put themselves at risk even getting here.
4: This is Cedric we're talking about.
6: And didn't you say yourself having someone inside Hogwarts might be a massive advantage? Delphi
0: kisses the top of Amos's head. Mm-hmm. Amos looks at Delphi <laughs> and then he turns
4: to look at the boys. Why? Why do you
7: want to put yourself at risk? What's in it for you? I know what it's like to be the spare. Your son didn't deserve to be killed, Mr. Diggory. And we can help you get him back. My son, my son, was the best thing that ever happened
4: to me. And you're right. It was an injustice. A gross injustice. If you're serious. Deadly serious. This is going to be dangerous. We know. Uh, Do we? Delphi, perhaps if you were prepared to accompany them.
6: Oh, shucks. What a shock. If that would make you happy, uncle. She smiles at Elvis. He smiles back.
4: You do understand. Even getting the time turner will risk your lives.
7: We're ready to put our lives at risk. Uh, Are we?
4: I hope you have it in you.
0: Act One, Scene (coughs) Fifteen. Potter's House, Kitchen. Harry, Ron, Hermione, and Ginny sit eating
6: together. I've told Draco again and again. No one in the Ministry is saying anything about Scorpius. The rumors aren't coming from us. I wrote to him after he
5: lost Astoria, to ask if there is anything we could do. I thought maybe, as he was such a good friend to Albus, maybe Scorpius might want to stay here over part of Christmas break or. My owl came back with a letter containing one simple sentence. Tell your husband to refute these allegations about my son once and for all. He's obsessed. He's a mess. A grieving mess.
4: And I'm sorry for his loss, but when he accuses Hermione of, well...
5: He looks across at Harry. Oi!
1: Drippy draws. <laughs> <laughs> like... you from another country now. <laughs> doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Love it. I say
4: to her all the time. It could be nothing. Huh? The trolls could be going to a party. <laughs> the giants to a wedding. And you could be getting bad dreams because you're worried about Albus. And your scar could be hurting because you're getting old. Getting old. Yeah, thanks, mate. Honestly, every time I sit down, I make an oof sound. An oof. And my feet, the trouble I'm having with my feet. I could write songs about the pain in my feet give me. Maybe your scars
5: like that. You talk a lot of rubbish. I
4: consider it my speciality. (laughs) And when my range of scathing stack boxes and my love
5: for you, even Skinny Ginny. If you don't
6: behave, Ronald Weezy, I will tell you You woman. (laughs) If some part of Voldemort survived in whatever form, we need to be prepared. And I'm scared. I'm scared too.
4: Nothing scares me, apart from Mum.
6: I mean it, Harry. I will not be Cornelius Fudge on this one, eh? I will not stick my head in the sand. And I don't care how unpopular that makes me with Draco Malfoy. You never
4: really were that one for popularity, were you?
6: Hermione shoots Ron a withering look, and she
0: aims to hit him, but Ron jumps out of the way. Missed. Uh, Ginny hits Ron. Ron winces.
4: Oh, hit a very solid hit.
0: Suddenly, an owl is in the room. It swoops in low and drops a letter on Harry's plate. Bit late
6: for an owl, isn't it?
0: Harry opens a letter, surprised.
6: It's from P- Professor McGonagall.
0: What does it say? Harry's face drops.
2: Ginny, it's Albus. Albus and Scorpius, they never made it to school. They're missing!
0: Act 1, scene 16, Whitehall Cellar. Scorpius is squinting at a
8: bottle. Uh, so we just take it?
7: Scorpius! <laughs> <laughs> Do I really need to explain this to you, uber-geek and potions expert, what Polyjuice does? Okay. Thanks to Delphi's brilliant preparation work, we're gonna take the potion and be transformed in thus disguised We will be able to walk right into the Ministry for Magic.
8: Okay. Two points. One. Is it painful? Very. As I understand it. Thank you. Good to know. Second point. Do either of you know what Polyjuice tastes of? Because I've heard it tastes of fish. And if it does, I'll just vomit it right back up. Oh, I bet. Uh, fish doesn't agree with me. Never has.
6: Never will. Consider it's us- It's right
7: there on the paper, people.
1: <laughs>
6: <laughs> Consider us warned, hmm? Uh, it she- doesn't taste of fish. She begins to transform. It's agonizing. Actually, it tastes quite pleasant. Yum! <laughs> it is painful, but-
0: She burps loudly.
6: you <laughs> <It tastes quick>. good. <laughs>
1: That's
6: all I yeah. had. Okay. Take it back. There is a,
0: oh, mm, uh, take it back, there is a slight, um. She breaks again, she turns into
6: Hermione. Slight overpowering fishy residue.
7: Okay, that's, oh wow. Oh Double
6: well. <clears throat> this really doesn't feel how I, I'm, oh, I even sound like her.
7: Okay, right, Mina.
8: No, no way Jose, if you're doing this, we're doing it together.
0: He puts on a familiar looking pair of glasses with a smile.
7: Three, two, one.
0: They swallow. <laughs>
1: of course they do. Of
8: course. <laughs>
7: no, that's good.
8: He's wracked with pain.
7: Oh, that's less good. <laughs> they
0: both start to transform, and it's agonizing. Albus turns into Ron, Scorpius into Harry. The two look at each other, there's a silence.
8: This is going to be slightly weird, isn't it? Uh, go to your room. Uh, go straight to your room. You've been an incredibly awfully bad son. Oh,
7: Scorpius! <laughs> well,
8: it was your idea. i I'd be him and you be Ron. I just want to have a little fun before I... Mm-hmm. He burps oh. loudly. Oh, that's Burp. utterly horrible.
7: <laughs> you know, he hides it well, but Uncle Ron's got a bit of a gut growing.
6: We should go, don't you think?
0: They enter a telephone box. They dial 62442. Uh,
3: Welcome, Harry Potter. Welcome, Hermione Granger. Welcome, Ron Weasley.
0: They smile
3: (laughs) as the telephone (laughs)
0: boxes (laughs) Yes. Act 1, scene 17. The Ministry of Magic. Meeting rooms. Harry, Hermione, Ginny, and Draco pace around a small room.
7: Have we searched thoroughly beside the tracks? My department have searched once and are searching again. And the Trolley Witch is not able to tell us anything useful?
6: The Trolley Witch is furious. She keeps talking about letting down Otterline Gamble. She prides herself on her Hogwarts delivery record. Hmm? Have there been any instances of
5: magic reported by the Muggles? None
6: so far. I've made the Muggle Prime Minister aware, and he's filing what is known as a misper. Sounds like a spell. It isn't.
5: So now
7: we're relying on the Muggles to find our children? Have we told them about Harry's scar, too? We're merely asking
6: the muggles to help. And who knows how Harry's scar might be involved, but it's certainly a matter we're taking seriously. Our auras are currently investigating anyone involved in dark magic, and- This is
7: not Death Eater related.
6: I'm not sure I share your confidence.
7: I'm not confident, Hermione. I'm right. The sort of cretins pursuing dark magic now, my son is a Malfoy. They would not dare. Unless there's
2: something new out there. Something to-
5: I agree with Draco. If this is a kidnap, taking Albus I understand, but taking them both. Harry locks eyes
0: with Ginny. It becomes clear what she wants him to
5: say.
7: And Scorpius is a follower, (laughs) not a leader, despite everything I've tried to instill in him. So it's undoubtedly Albus who got him from that train, and my question is, where would he take him?
5: Harry, they've run away. You and I know it. Draco
0: notices the couple staring at each other.
7: Do you... do you know it? What aren't you telling us?
1: There's a silence.
7: Whatever information you're concealing, I recommend you share it now. Elvis and I had an argument the day before
2: last, and...
0: Harry hesitates, and then makes brave eye contact with Draco.
2: And I told him that there were times when I wished he...
7: Work my son.
0: There's another silence. A profoundly powerful one. And then Draco takes a dangerous step towards Harry.
7: If anything happens to Scorpius...
0: Ginny steps in between Draco and Harry.
5: Don't throw around threats, Draco. Please don't do that. My son is missing! So is mine!
0: He meets her. Look, there's real emotion in this room.
7: If you need gold, everything the Malfoys have, he is my sole heir. He is my only family.
6: The Ministry has plenty in reserve. Thank you, Draco.
0: Draco makes to leave. He stops. He looks at Harry.
7: I don't care what you did or who you saved. You are a constant curse on my family, Harry Potter.
0: Act 1, Scene 18, Ministry of Magic, Corridor. And, And you're
8: sure it's in there?
0: A guard walks past. Scorpius as Harry and Delphius, as Hermione try to affect performances.
8: Uh, yes, minister. I, I definitely think this is a matter for the ministry to ponder at length. Mm, yes, ponder. Mm.
1: Minister?
5: <laughs>
6: let, let's ponder it together. Mm. Uh,
5: he walks on. They let out a sigh of relief. <sighs>
6: It was my uncle's idea to use the Veritaserum. We slipped it into a visiting ministry official's drink. He told us that the time-turner has been kept, and even told us where. The office of the Minister for Magic herself. She indicates a door. Suddenly, they hear a voice. From off. Uh, Harry! We should talk about... There's nothing to talk about. Oh, No! Hermione! And
8: Dad!
0: (laughs) Panic is instant and infectious. Okay,
8: hiding places. Uh, uh, there's no hiding places. Uh, anyone know any invisibility charms? Do we go in her office? She'll
7: be coming to her office!
6: There's nowhere else! She tries the door. She tries it again. Uh, if you don't talk to me or Ginny about it... Stand back! Alohomora!
0: He aims his wand at the door. The door swings open. He grins, delighted.
8: Albus, block her! It has to be you! From off.
2: What is there to say? Me?
3: Why?
6: Well, it can't be either of us, can it? We are them! Uh, what you said was obviously wrong, but there are more factors at play here than the But things. I can't! I can't! There's a small kerfuffle, and then
0: yeah, Albus as Ron ends up standing outside the door as Hermione and Harry enter from off.
2: Hermione, I'm grateful
7: for your concern, but there's no
0: need-
6: Ron!
7: Surprise!
6: <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here?
7: Does a man need an excuse to see his wife? He
0: kisses Hermione firmly.
7: Mm,
2: uh, <laughs> I should go.
6: Harry, my point is, whatever Draco says, the things you said to Albus, I don't think it'll do any of us any good for you to dwell on it. Hmm?
7: Oh, you're talking about how Harry said sometimes he wishes I... No, Albus. <laughs> Weren't his son. Wrong! <laughs> Better out than in, that's what I always say! No.
6: <laughs> right. We all say stuff we don't mean. He knows that. But
7: what if sometimes we say stuff we do mean? What then?
6: Ron, now is not the time, honestly.
7: Of course it isn't. Bye-bye, darling!
6: Albus' Ron
0: watches her go, hope- hopeful she'll walk past her office in a way. But, of course, she doesn't. He runs to block her before she enters through her door. He blocks her once. And then he blocks her again,
6: swinging his hips to do so. (laughs) Why are you blocking the entrance to my office, hmm?
7: I'm not blocking anything.
6: (laughs) She again makes for the door. He blocks her again. You are? Let me into my room, Ron.
7: Let's have another baby.
0: (laughs) Hermione tries to dodge
7: past him. What? Or if not another baby, a holiday. I I want a baby! For a holiday, and I'm gonna insist on it. Shall we talk about it later, honey?
0: She tries to get into the room one final time. He blocks her with a kiss. It develops into quite a struggle.
7: Maybe with a drink in the leaky cauldron. Love you.
6: If there is another stink pellet in there, then Merlin won't help. you. <laughs> Fine. We're due to update the Muggles anyway. Mm?
0: She exits. Harry exits with her. Just been there the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Albus is run, turns towards the door. She
6: re-enters this time, alone. A baby? Or a holiday? Some days you are off the scale, you know that.
7: It's why you married me, isn't it? My puckish sense of fun!
0: She exits again. He starts to open the door again, but she re-enters. He slams it closed. I can taste fish. I told you to stay away from those fish finger sandwiches!
3: Right you are. She
0: exits. He checks she's gone, and the relief floods out of him as he opens the door. Act 1, Scene 19 Ministry of Magic, Hermione's Office. Scorpius as Harry and Delphi as Hermione are waiting on the other side of Hermione's office as Albus as Ron enters. He slumps, exhausted.
7: This is all so weird. You were
8: impressive. Good blocking action. I don't know whether to high-five you or frown at you for kissing your aunt about 500 times.
7: Ron's an affectionate guy. <laughs> <laughs>
8: yeah.
7: I was trying to distract her, Scorpius. And I did distract
6: her. Well, then there's what your dad said. Boys, uh, she will be back. We don't have long. Right. You heard that? Where would Hermione hide a time turner? Mm, search the bookcases.
0: They search. Scorpius as Harry looks at his friend, concerned. Why didn't you tell me?
7: Tell you my dad says he wishes I weren't his son? I mean, hardly really a conversation starter, is
0: it? as Harry tries to work out what to say.
8: I know that the Voldemort thing isn't true, and, you know, but sometimes I think I can see my dad thinking, how did I produce this?
7: Still, it's better than my dad. I'm pretty sure he spends most of his time thinking, how can I give him back?
8: Delphi as
0: Hermione tries to pull Scorpius' Harry towards the bookshelves.
6: Maybe if we could sort of just concentrate on the matter at hand my instead point of your is, daddy's issues. My point is there's
8: reasons we're friends, Albus. Friend? A reason we found each other, you know? And whatever this adventure is about. Then he spots a book on the top shelf and it makes him frown. Oh, have you seen the books in these shelves? Oh. There are some serious books here. Banned books. Cursed books. I love books.
7: How to distract Scorpius from difficult emotional issues, take him to a library.
8: All the books from the restricted section and then some. Magic, most evil, 15th century fiends, oh, sonnets of a sorcerer, that's not even allowed in Hogwarts.
7: Shadows and spirits. Ooh, the nightshade guide to necromancy.
6: They are quite something, aren't they?
7: Ooh, the the true history of the opal fire. Oh, the Imperius curse and how to abuse it.
8: Oh, and looky here. Whoa. My Eyes and How to See Past Them by Sybil Trelawney. A book on divination. Hermione Granger hates divination. This is fascinating. This is a find. He pulls the
5: book
0: from the shelf and it falls open and speaks.
5: The first is the fourth. A disappointing mark. You'll find it in Parked, but not in Park. Uh, okay, a book that talks. A bit weird. The second is the last fair of those that walk on two legs. Grubby, hairy, a disease of the egg. And the third is both a mountain to climb and a route to take.
7: It's a riddle. It's giving us a riddle.
6: <laughs> <laughs> a turn in the city, a glide through a lake. What have you done? I, uh,
8: I opened a book. Something which has, in all my years on this planet, uh, never particularly been a dangerous activity. The books reach out and grab Alvis.
0: He
6: only just eludes their grasp. What is that? She's weaponized it. She's weaponized her library. This is where the time turner will be. <laughs> it's convenient. Solve the riddle and we'll find it.
7: The first is the fourth. You'll find it in park. Not in park. And dun, Duh. duh.
8: The book starts to try to swallow Delphi's right. Okay, uh, the second is a disease of the egg. The less fair of
6: those who walk on two legs. Men! de men We need to find a book on dementors! Albus! The bookcase pulls
8: her in.
7: Delphi, what's going on? to
8: treat Albus. Do what she said. Find a book on dementors and, and be very careful.
7: Uh, here. Dominate, ooh, dominated Dementor. The true history of Azkaban.
8: The book flies open and swings
0: dangerously at Scorpius's Harry, who has to dodge out of the way. Uh-huh. He falls hard against a
5: bookcase, which attempts to consume him. I was born in a cage, but smashed it with rage. The gout inside me riddled me free of that which would stop me to be. Voldemort. Delphi plunges through the book's, Back is herself. Work faster. She's pulled back in screaming.
7: <laughs> Delphi. Delphi.
0: He tries to grab her hand but she's gone. She's become herself again.
8: Did you notice?
7: No because I was more worried about her being eaten by a bookcase. <laughs> Jesus. Find so something. Just anything on him.
0: He finds a book.
7: The Heir of Slytherin. Do you think?
0: He pulls the book
8: <laughs> from the shelf. It pulls back. Yeah. Albus's Ron is consumed by the book. <laughs> Damn! Albus! Albus! But Albus's Ron is gone. Okay, not that. Uh, Voldemort. Think, think, Scorpius, Voldemort! He uh, Voldemort. Uh, Marvolo the truth, this must be. He pulls
0: it open. Again, it swings away, revealing a yeah. splintering light in a deeper voice than previously heard.
5: I am the creature you have not seen. I am you. I am me. The echo unforeseen, sometimes in front, sometimes behind, a constant companion, for we are entwined. Albus emerges from the book, <sighs> as himself again. Albus! He tries to grab him.
7: No, just
0: think! Albus is violently pulled back into the bookcase.
8: But I, I, I can't! An invisible echo. What is that? The only thing I'm good at thinking, and then when I need to think, I I can't think, and then... The books pull him
0: inside. He's powerless. This is terrifying. There's silence. And then a bang! Bang! Then a shower of books are released from the bookcase, and Scorpius reemerges, smashing the books aside.
8: (sighs) No! You don't! I'm Sybil Terani! No! He looks
0: around, (laughs) sunk but full
8: of energy. This is all wrong! Elvis! Can you hear me? All of this friggin' time-turner! Think, Scorpius, think! The books try to grab him. Okay, a constant companion. Sometimes behind, sometimes in front. Oh, hang on, I've missed it. A shadow. You're a shadow! Shadows and spirits. It must be. He climbs up the bookcase,
0: which is horrifying as it rises up against him, grabbing at him with every step. He
8: pulls the book
0: from the shelf. It comes out, and the noise and chaos suddenly stop. Is that... Suddenly, there's a smashing, and Albus and Delphi fall out of the shelves and down on the floor.
5: We beat it. We beat the library.
7: Delphine, are you...
5: Wow,
6: quite a ride.
5: <laughs> Albus notices the book Scorpius is holding
0: to his chest.
6: Is that Scorpius, What's inside that book? I think we should find out, don't you?
0: Scorpius opens a book. In the center of it, a spinning time-turner.
6: We
8: found the time-turner? I never thought we'd get this far. mate. now we've got this.
7: The next step is saving Cedric. Our journey has only just finished.
8: The gun. Yeah. <laughs> Only just begun and it's almost half killed us. Good. This is gonna be good.
0: This first rise into a roar and we catch it
8: One.